By doing good things, you put to silence the ignorance of the foolish. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. This admonition of St. Paul's epistle is great advice for our lives today. How often have we heard ignorance and foolish things in the media today, and even sadly from people in our church? When it comes to morals, marriage, and matters of the Sixth Commandment, there are those who dismiss the church's teachings as incomprehensible to modern people. At the same time, they also condemn the teaching as cruel and hurtful, which shows actually that they are indeed perfectly capable of understanding the language and the meaning of the teaching. They just don't like it. And sometimes the church's teaching is said to be nonsensical, absurd, and embarrassing in the world we live in. So, this teaching must be abandoned, they say, if the reigning consensus of informed people finds the Catholic doctrine to be incompatible with their outlook. It's as if so-called Western societies, which are so-called advanced, as if these societies would have an evolving moral consensus which must now be considered the only acceptable rule as to how any behavior should be judged. Many Catholics who embrace this worldview prefer that Catholicism becomes the church of what's happening now, today. Well, when faced with such ignorant and foolish attitudes, St. Paul would have us overcome them by doing good works in the sight of all. Indeed, what is needed now more than ever is not a popular consensus. No. What is needed now is the good example of individual men and women, students and children. Good example is the best means of cultivating in people the love of virtue, wrote Pope Leo XIII. All the baptized must set a good example if we wish to have others follow us into the family of the church. Each one of us has a duty, a duty and thus a very strong motive to live and to act in complete obedience to the law of God, our Creator, no matter who thinks otherwise. And woe to us if our bad example gives our neighbor an excuse to be wicked, wicked or indifferent. Good example means fidelity to our duties toward God, our duties toward our spiritual family in the church, as well as our fundamental duties of justice and charity toward our fellow neighbors in society. St. Paul says that that good example will sometimes be misunderstood. The Apostle tells us in today's epistle, people may perhaps speak against you as if you were the evildoers. Indeed, despite all the good that Jesus did as he walked this earth, many people still accused him of all sorts of wicked things. And thus, the Catholic must not be surprised at being misunderstood by the world around us. 
So here is some good practical advice from Mother Teresa, the saint of Calcutta. She said, if you are kind, people may accuse you of ulterior motives. Well, be kind anyway. If you are honest, people may cheat you. Be honest anyway. If you find happiness, people may be jealous. Be happy anyway. People are often unreasonable and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. The good you do today may be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have, and it may never be enough, but give your best anyway. For you see, in the end, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. Inspiring words from Mother Teresa. Indeed, going along just to get along goes against what it means to be Catholic. A dead thing goes along with the stream, but only a living thing goes against that stream, Chesterton once wrote. We really don't belong in this world, so we must not conform ourselves to it. We are only passing through this world as pilgrims and strangers. St. Paul reminds us in today's epistle. But this does not mean that we can be aloof or condescending. No. But rather, as sons and daughters of God, we must please our Heavenly Father. And in doing so, we have the serious duty to give good example. In our thoughts, in our words and actions, most especially, we must encourage others to live in accord with what our good God commands. Notice we say, give good example and not perfect example. No one is perfect. We are all sinners, but sinners striving to do better. The world will call that behavior hypocritical because the world wants to excuse its own lack of effort and it wants to deflect its moral responsibility by pointing fingers elsewhere, again, as an excuse to cover its own tracks. But let's not underestimate what miracles of grace God can work through the good example even of imperfect people. To give good example, we need to be especially devoted to prayer and spiritual reading so that our behavior can become prudent, humble, and charitable. Sometimes it's a matter of trial and error, but if you prayerfully persevere, by God's grace, you will see good results. The grace of God received through prayer will help us to avoid two main pitfalls. Good example is perceived as countercultural, but it is not reactionary. It is not combative. Good example is not about being right, nor is it about proving a personal point. No, that's not true virtue. But St. Francis de Sales, our patron, he speaks about good example as attractive and welcoming, like that warm, welcoming sunlight rather than the howling wind. So, let us seek to share God's goodness with others 
by speaking and showing his truth in the most beautiful and attractive way possible to us. And when it's hard and it takes sacrifices to live the moral life, let us encourage one another and help each other along this path up the mountain to heaven. Mutual encouragement together makes that journey much easier. That's why God gave us the family of the church, so that we can encourage and emulate the good, the good example we see in one another. Another main pitfall of good example is hesitation. We must never hesitate to give good example, no matter what others might think or say. It doesn't matter. Simply do and speak kindly but candidly as a child of God in all things. Too often we fear people and we make the mistake of thinking that we can get more results if we retreat on the more difficult points of morality. With this mistaken method of watering down truth and real charity are spiritually disastrous. It's hurtful to God, our Father. The truth does not belong to us to twist, it's His, and we do Him disservice when we try to compromise that truth. It's also hurtful to the real spiritual good of our neighbor. The saints did not hesitate in standing for the truth, and that's why their good example often compelled people to reconsider their own lives and therefore to change for the better. The firm resolution of good example in the martyrs would sometimes convert the bystanders, and even in some cases, their executioners were converted. You know, if people don't agree with us, at least they will be much more likely to respect the church whose members really believe in the challenging but admirable ideals it professes to have received from God himself. But if you betray your principles, the world will only laugh at you and it will laugh you to scorn. Any hesitation, any watering down of faith will only bring down upon us a greater disdain and disrespect from the world, which sees that we follow in its own footsteps of infidelity. Indeed, the God, God and his church must not change for the world of today. No. But the world of today must change for God with the help of the church being faithful to its God-given mission to preach the truth always in charity. And so, dear friends, let us pray for the grace we need. We all need that grace. Let's pray and ask God for the graces we need to be good men and women of good example, even to a heroic degree in our daily words and actions. This is the best way and the most accessible way for us to overcome the the ignorance and to put to silence the foolishness of our times. In the end, we who are pilgrims in this world, we must be ready to uphold all that is good, true, and beautiful at all costs. God will be pleased with our sufferings offered up with love. And he will reward us for our courage. And he will use our good example to attract future generations to his divine truth. If one day we must give up our lives, our very lives for this truth, as our martyr ancestors before us, then let us humbly pray for the grace 
to follow in the bloody footsteps of Christ himself. So that one day, by being faithfully resolute to the truth and charity, we may thus be made worthy one day to hear his sweet words. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the heavenly joy of your Lord. Amen. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.